Look out! It's Mystery Inc. Research Division. Case file number one. Covering Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Season one, episode one, What a Night for a Night. And season one, episode two, Hassle in the Castle. <laughs> On September 3rd, 1969, a series was released to the public starring a gang of youngsters and their talking dog who traveled the world and solved mysteries. Today, Anthony Silvio and me, Daniel LaPlante, Start investigating in order to solve our own mystery, to watch every single piece of Scooby-Doo media in history in chronological order, starting from its initial release. Yes, this includes crossovers, plays, film strips, and more! And I should mention this series is not sponsored or affiliated in any way with the Scooby-Doo franchise, it's purely a fan endeavor. If you want to watch for yourself, support the official release, and maybe even follow along, we have been using their streaming service, Boomerang. Hello guys, and welcome Hello. Uh, Welcome to our very first episode um, uh, that we have started doing very on the fly. I'm the host, Dan LaPlante. Well, along with co-host Anthony Silvio. What's up? Hi. Uh, because I, 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 I'm I taking over a podcast now. So now Anthony and I both have podcasts that yep. both feature us. Two active podcasts. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> Technically three if we count the shop as just being on a very long hiatus. The shop is always on a long hiatus. The shop, <laughs> is on a hi- the shop has been on a hiatus longer than it was a show. <laughs> but um, I'm very excited because uh, I've been wanting to kind of do... Uh, I, I wasn't even really thinking about it, um, but I've been wanting to do something kind of Scooby-Doo related. But I've also been wanting to do something very, um, a little more analytical. This won't be like, it's it's going to be analytical, but it's not going to be like a super formal formal. It's going to be very discussion focused, but we're actually going to kind of go and talk about some history. Well, you are, and I'm going to listen to you and provide witty, witty dialogue. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but then we're also going to do commentary on each episode that we watch. Every episode of scooby-doo that fucking exists i know that uh growing up scooby-doo was like everything i watched so right. uh, i'm gonna open up with that i'm gonna open up on this and then you can't say anything once i say this out because we're doing honest talk okay i've always kind of hated scooby-doo yeah <laughs> i know but we also love scooby-doo we've talked about this yes um <laughs> Uh, we, we had this conversation off mic, so we'll kind of restate it. I, I know that most of Scooby-Doo is pretty, like, it's not very high quality, but it's kind of one of those things that I still love even though I hate it. <laughs> I, same, and I feel like since we're imprisoning ourselves, watch it, we're going to develop, like, a Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we're allowed, <laughs> we're allowed to hate these because we're watching every single goddamn episode in existence. Um... <laughs> Some hardcore Scooby-Doo fans are going to be like, they're traitors. No, we are. The, we're going to be more hardcore than them. <laughs> we're going to be the most hardcore. Like, there's some amazing Scooby-Doo, and there's also, like, 
a lot of original Scooby-Doo's the same episode over and over. All right. Do you want I want to move on to the episodes real quick though. Cuz they kind of weren't. Yeah, they actually weren't. So yeah, so we opened up with uh one night for a night. And it doesn't start how I presumed Scooby-Doo started. I I noticed the exact same thing because both of these episodes they kind of wandered into situations where there were ghosts. Which doesn't normally happen. What normally happens is they're doing something, and then they, like, go somewhere, and then, like, someone's like, oh, don't go there. That's the no good. Well, it's also, like, a lot of times it'll be, like, the authorities call them in or something like that. remember that. It's usually, like, there was a burglary, and then the authorities are like, well, gang, we don't know what's up. I don't like, think that ever happened. It does happen. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty certain it happens. Because um, I feel like what would always happen is they'd be like, they're just driving along, driving along. They pull over to the side of the road, and then there's just like, ah, it goes. It does. <laughs> uh, that does happen. Um, and this one opened up really weirdly because it's like just Shaggy and Scooby. Which, yeah, they were at the movies, and they were walking home. Yeah, which never really happens. Um, so I don't know. It's just weird to see the pilot like that. Uh, by the way, yeah, like we said, we are going in chronological order. So this is the pilot episode. Of uh, Scooby-Doo, One Night for a Night. Um, so there's no... Uh, and then we meet the two only characters <laughs> in this episode outside the Scooby gang. Uh, Professor Hyde White and Mr. Win- uh I wrote it as Wilkins, but I don't think that's great. <laughs> yeah, n- probably not. <laughs> it's like one of these characters gets kidnapped and the other one doesn't. So it's like, who, I wonder who. I wonder who it could be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that's going to be a running theme that you, you, the twist is really obvious in these. I, I was pretty shocked by just how the opening was different, but then it ended up being kind of similar. It ended up being similar, but also like bizarrely they then so shaggy and scooby find a pickup truck with an uh knight's armor sitting in the passenger sitting in the driver's seat and they're like ah oh, this is no good so they go and get the rest of the gang they show up then they drive the armor to the museum it was going to and then they find out about the mystery but they don't just stay there like every other scooby-doo episode i feel they leave yeah and then they go to like the library and look stuff up and they're like hmm Yes, mystery. And then they go back. <laughs> yeah. And you can kind of see that the show later falls finds its formula. So they're clearly like this is the really the first of its genre too. Like this when Scooby Doo happened, all of those copy shows that Hannah Barbara Hannah Barbera made, like the all five thousand clones of Scooby Doo, and they all follow the same formula. Like this is the first one to do that. So it doesn't really have a set formula. Yet. Yeah. We're gonna get Oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much formula. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. I'm not. (laughs) I'm basically just, it's like I'm running a marathon. I'm just looking for, I'm waiting for mild marks. I know 13 Ghosts is apparently really good. Yeah. (laughs) That's why uh, I have so much to talk about or plan to talk about that isn't these episodes because the first series is going to be really difficult. So that's why we have so much. The first series isn't actually that long. It's not. But then we have um, new Scooby-Doo movies, which is actually, like, pretty fine. But, like, you know, it's still just more of a first series, really. And then there was a break in between Where Are You that happened, like, in a different show. Yeah. It was still called Where Are You. Yeah. It's weird. And then we end up getting later on into the different network and then all the other stuff. But um, for now, we're stuck in 
it was this came out in 68 i believe or yeah 69. we're stuck in 1960 yeah we're stuck in 1968 yeah and then at the end i actually was that was a really good twist that the the thing with the following eyes was actually the guy tied up in the thing yeah i totally didn't think that was yeah that that would like this legitimately... first episode actually has like some decent writing to it i kind of okay but we're also skipping over a lot of things for example shaggy's shaggy's the greatest gymnast at the school <laughs> I forgot you about forgot that. about it. I wrote this down. Shaggy is gymnast. Uh, they also fit like a 25 foot long ladder inside in the, of the mystery, in the mystery machine. <laughs> and oh. also we saw the inside the, the backseat of the mystery machine and it had things in it. Yeah. Like things that they'd use. And I, for some reason I had never considered that as an option. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whenever you see the interior of the mystery machine, it's always from the, the front of the truck. So you never really... Yeah, the van. I don't know. Truck, whatever. Van. You idiot. Um, and, uh, it's obviously a van. I don't care. I don't care. Don't Look, we me. have to settle on the semantics of this. We're going to be talking about it for the next entire eight years of our lives. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they never have anything. In the... <laughs> um, but it makes sense. I definitely saw some weird stuff in there, though. Like, pretty certain I saw, like, a chemical sprayer or something. I don't know. They had a first aid kit. That seems useful. That, that does sound... I mean, they are just hippies traveling around, so... Well, then... And I, I, this is, I hope this becomes a theme. They cause so much property damage. 100%. Uh, like, a lot of property damage. This is something I was already aware of. They go into this old history museum and just destroy the whole thing. Also, starting a running tally. Scooby eats two Scooby snacks. But now... In the second episode. In the first episode. Three? We're not at the second episode yet. Yeah. There's oh. a running tally. Wait, we're keeping track of how many Scooby I'm snacks? keeping track of how many Scooby snacks. I, I'm glad. <laughs> Better. There's going to be some episodes, though, where later on in the franchise where they try to one-up themselves so much that it becomes like a whole truckload of Scooby snacks. I'm... How are you going to track this? <laughs> All right. I could figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to do math. <laughs> I'm going to figure out how many goddamn Scooby snacks. You know in a pup named Scooby-Doo where they go off the rails with it. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I just called up my dad, and he's delivering a plane of Scooby snacks. <laughs> We're going to go frame by frame. This is going to be like the Peterson film. One, two, three, four. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm keeping a running tally. I'm glad. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm holding you to this. Uh, good. Um, We're at two Scooby snacks. <laughs> What were we even saying? And then they just kind of broke into a into museum. a museum. <laughs> they <laughs> just weird. They lived. They tried. They broke and entered. Yeah, they they broke an old airplane and they destroyed. That's it. way later on. But I mean, like, I'm I'm saying the things they destroyed and they broke in and then they mysteried around and they teleported around. Well, there because... was more than they didn't miss. Now, here's the thing that I've never particularly liked about Scooby Doo. Is that there's no goddamn way to have solved the mystery before they just tell you what was going on. Like, you didn't even really see... Yeah, it's less of a mystery and more of a reveal. You didn't even see, like, the art, like, forgery supplies until, like, four seconds before they caught him and said what was going on. And, like, the whole time is basically just them, like, following 
them. Uh, we got the first glasses bit. They can't see anything without my glasses. Yeah. That was the first time this bit showed up. Yeah, that's that's never going to happen again. So we're at one glasses bit and two Scooby snacks. We don't have to track glasses. <laughs> so then Scra- Shaggy and Scooby crash a plane. You can't say Scrappy. He's not here yet. I said Scratchy, but whatever. I was thinking The Simpsons. <laughs> we don't have to put Scrappy in our brains until it comes up. We're not going to put more Scrappy than necessary. Dan, there's going to be so much Scrappy. We're going to hate ourselves. I know. Scrappy-Doo is a fixture of this show for way longer than you think he is. I know. <laughs> this is going to blow. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Yeah, they they destroyed an airplane, and then um, everything ended. Recent and they found out it was Mr. Winkles. Yeah. The curator of the museum. Very shocking. Do you want to give? A, do you want to do this uh, SF the Brist style, where we're going to start grading them? Oh, crap. Do we, what are we grading these on? Uh, out of, let's do let's do five five stars, five Scooby snacks. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna give this. Um, I'm only gonna give this one Scooby, or actually, I, I'm gonna give this three Scooby snacks. For okay, so two and a half. So it's gonna two and a half is gonna be average, like an average ass episode. All right, are we? So are we grading these in regards to other television content or we no grade we're these grading as... this in regards to scooby-doo all right so for a scooby-doo episode i would call this a three all right i'm going to agree with that on that one yeah that what a night for a night gets a three. ever so slightly above average yes all right and then the next episode we have is uh i think i have it written down i don't uh how the hassle in the castle the hassle in the castle where the gang opens up with velma giving a uh a lesson on what fog is. <laughs> it wasn't even a lesson on what fog is. He just explained what fog was in scientific terms, and it accomplished literally nothing. I know. It was wonderful. And I was like, Velma's me. Um, <laughs> uh, Shaggy is very obviously high. It's super obvious. It's super obviously being shown yeah. that that's what's going on. Yeah, a little bit. Like, the subtext of it is just ridiculous. Like, there's no way he isn't. Yeah. Uh, so they end up getting marooned on a... So Fred crashes the boat into an island, is yeah. what happens. Um, they find a piece of paper that says, leave this... I-, or what does it say? Danger. Leave haunted island. <laughs> but Fred read it as, danger. Leave haunted island. My favorite... And I'm positing this theory, and I'm going to continue this theory until I get debunked. Fred is dyslexic. Probably. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about this is that they're like... Well, we're on this uh, deserted island. Maybe we'll find somebody on here who can help us. <laughs> they might find help on an island that everyone calls Haunted Island. <laughs> yeah. Um. They they make their way inside the castle for some reason. They make their way inside the castle, and then we get our first Daphne getting trapped slash kidnapped. Yeah, which is also going to be a running theme. Although in this one, she doesn't like... It's not. She's not like helpless in this one. She makes her way out on her own. No, she walked away from the ghost hand from the intro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The reuse footage number one. We got our first reuse footage. Yeah, actually, no, second. The well, the first one was uh, the, them reading in the library in the first episode. Uh, well, the first one's actually the eyes of the Black Knight going whoop whoop. Oh yeah. So it's third one. Shit. Uh, and then they get chased by a. Really, we went from like uh, this really cool, like matte drawn, uh, black knight, uh, like really detailed, like cool gradient shading effects to a ghost. To a that... <laughs> I have a sheet on me. 
Uh, I'd like to jump back just for like half a second. Uh, we didn't get, and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. They didn't. That was not said. In either of them. In either of them. Oh, they must have. Uh, they they probably start that later. Probably. Um, but we haven't gotten to it yet, apparently. Yes, aka formula. Look, I'm I'm just here to note when the formula is being followed. I'm the formula man. Yeah. Uh, they make their way through their haunted castle, and we got in the forty eight in the forty four minutes we were watching Scooby Doo, we had one legitimate joke laugh. Yeah. At a joke that they made. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby were walking down a hallway. And they're like, man, I wonder where they went. To which a skull replied, they went that way. To which Shaggy turned and said, thanks, man, and started walking away. Yeah, which is actually hysterical. Which is really funny. Uh, and then they make their way through. Shaggy eats a sandwich. There, I remember this joke coming up a lot of food just floating around. And Shaggy making sandwiches out of them. Yeah. I think that happens a lot, but I honestly don't remember. And it doesn't even really have a tie to the haunting. Like, why would Is Shaggy a food vendor? I, maybe. Look, I'm going to posit a lot of theories that I'm going to die on the hill on until they become debunked. Yes. And uh, Daphne hits him in the head. What else happens in that episode? They find a massive key, like the stupidly large key ever. It's the size. It's the size of like. It's like a keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. It's like the size <laughs> of like a four. It's like a forearm and like a few extra inches long. Yeah. Which uh, opens them up to. Um, nope. First, they have to. Go find a book, <laughs> which tells them to go to the basement. Right. Which then they then unlock the door. Right. I completely forgot about that because it was pointless. Um, Look, I am here to remember all the pointless things you ignore. And then they get in there and there's a bunch of magician stuff. And then you're like, well, I have this case figured out. <laughs> and then uh, when they're about to go into like the secreter layer, Scooby eats three Scooby snacks. All right, cool. Five. Five Scooby snacks. All right. They ride a magic carpet thing. Uh, Fred makes a Rube Goldberg machine. The first trap. The first trap they have. The first trap. The first trap fucks up. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dog. Poor Fred. Yeah, the first trap, like, doesn't work. Like, it doesn't it's work. It's his inspiration in life. His <laughs> very first ever trap, and it didn't work. <laughs> We can't we can't reference Mystery Inc. We're nowhere near there yet. <laughs> I, I'm not referencing Mystery Inc. I'm just saying he loves traps. And they catch the guy, though, through shenanigans. Which yeah, is, and he uh, was just like, he was not a character we ever knew about. Or the cop just showed up like, ah, this magician, he's wanted in six states. For what? We don't know. Magicianing. And maybe murder. <laughs> maybe murder. Illegal magician. Illegal. You can't magician in the state without a license, you yeah. son of a bitch. Nay, I say nay. I'll magician wherever I please. I also like how they just let the magician kind of walk around without any handcuffs or anything. And just like, yes, you foiled my evil plans and I'm mad at you, but I guess I'll show you how I did it. And Scooby digs up a raccoon underneath the ground yeah oh. something happened. Oh, it was like a groundhog or something it was something happened it was weird it was and, it was weird and dumb it was a scooby-doo ending and that's basically what happened in both those episodes uh in the future we should probably make the synopsis like a little less long i don't know i thought that was kind of the thing we were going for yeah well i mean like uh well i mean we can talk about it in retrospect i don't know well let the audience tell us leave us leave a I comment I, I was kind of rating on itunes that says that was amazing all right anyway. <laughs> i was kind of basing this off more of the, like the idea because i've listened to a lot of like tv retrospective yeah things so like a good majority of the episode is the like analyst analysis of what happens in it oh okay so that's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll figure it out. 
We'll just make we'll both be do, doing two different podcasts at the same time, and somehow one will come out the winner. It'll be like a war. It'll be civil war. God damn it. Uh, and oh, by the way, what do you want to rate that? Uh, oh, out of Scooby Snacks, I actually really like that episode. I like it. I'm gonna give it three and a half Scooby Snacks. Damn, I'm actually, I liked it, but I don't think it was like. I, I'm gonna give it I, two I might, and a half. I might be biased because uh, here's the. You just like I, sheet ghosts. What? You just really like. I don't sheet like ghosts. sheet ghosts. I like that it legitimately made me laugh. Oh, right. and I'm gonna think that that's probably gonna be a rarity. It is gonna be a rarity. I'm not gonna. <laughs> At lie. least until we get like way later on. Yeah. So I'm gonna give. I'm. This is high praise that we legitimately laughed at it. Yes. Uh, I'm still giving it two out of five or two point five out of five. Scooby Snacks. But that's dead set. That's dead set in the middle. Yeah, because I thought it was an average episode. That's not bad or good. That's just average. By the way, the way we're watching these right uh, now, presently, is Boomerang. It might change because there's a lot of episodes that aren't on Boomerang. Yeah, but we will. I don't think they're going to be difficult to find. I think we could give Amazon five dollars and they'll probably send us the entire Scooby Doo collection of something. Probably. And I'm not sure if these are just uh, if these are actually like remastered frames or if they're just taking the raw footage data and just re-uploading it but you get to actually see a lot of the uh <laughs> the cells i feel like i could always notice that though i never noticed that because it's been a while since i've watched old scooby-doo and whenever i have watched it it was either on like an old tube tv or like a vhs tape so i i never really noticed that and i'm talking about like you can see the cells are all dirty yeah. And so, like, anytime somebody starts moving, everything's all paused for a second while somebody's talking. Then all of a sudden, there's all this grain flying around everywhere. That would be because um, the animation cells are just dirty and the overlays are all messed up. But I can't tell if that's because the original cells are just dirty or if um, this is actually, like, a remaster. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna presume this now. The cells were definitely dirty. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but I would be really surprised by that because they actually have some really good animators working on it or actually well the the designers are good but these are like outsourced animations I yeah believe. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna the designs are perfectly adequate and they're literally timeless yeah because they've remained basically exactly the same the whole time yeah <laughs> so i'm not gonna like shit on the design because they're fantastic the animation of course is gonna be bad yeah because the whole point of hanna-barbera was it's the cheapest it's the cheapest way of doing it yeah and now uh i want to take some time actually to kind of go into this too uh, i wanted to spend this episode mainly kind of going over the cast and the creators just to kind of lay down the groundwork going on in the future uh, go for it the uh lead designer uh i have it written down here i wow takamoto i i hope i pronounced that right he actually uh was a character designer for Disney. Uh, he actually uh, worked on Sleeping Beauty, Lady and the Tramp, Cinderella. Nice. Yeah. All the all the good early ones. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like you can kind of see it if you look at it too. I I could, yeah I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of actually makes sense. Yeah, especially if you look at all of the uh, <laughs> like, even though all the animations reused animation, it's actually really well animated when it is. Like, yeah. all the walk cycles are super on point. And this is actually, by the way, when we're talking about outsourcing the animation, uh, so even though this is a Hanna-Barbera thing, it actually wasn't worked on by Barbera, who was... Barbera usually was the director on all these. Mm -hmm. 
and Hannah was the producer. Mm-hmm. But uh, Barbera actually didn't uh, direct this one. He actually outsourced it to a different company. So that's uh, Joe Ruby and Ken Spears, who uh, they had Ken Spears Productions, their names. Really crazy title I know. Man, they have way better production company names than we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're kind of talking about this, uh, even though it is Hanna-Barbera, it actually is somewhat a different company too, um, which then Hanna-Barbera later on probably on more. bought the whole thing of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can even kind of tell when looking at it because if you think like if, you, if I'm thinking of Hanna Barbera, it doesn't feel like it. Like it, if you watch like early, like Yogi Bear or like anything like that. Oh yeah, because all the animation, like if they do a head turn in Yogi Bear, it's not a head turn. It's just a, a jump cut. cut. Yeah, it's a jump cut. Uh, whereas in this, there's actual like fluid animation. There's some minor. There is at least there is at least some tweening. Yeah, even though like the animation quality may be lower. Like, they're actually using, like, real processes. We kind of never really explained what we are or why we feel like we have any right to analyze this. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I was trying to do before, and you cut me off. I didn't mean to. Well, I, I – or both of us went to film school, like, and uh, film history is sort of my deal. A TV history is something that I've always been interested in, and I've learned a little bit about, but I'm interested in pers- pursuing more. Uh, I've always loved TV history. Uh, like Dan said, we both went to film school. And you can follow my horror writings on Multiverse and a Bag of Potato Chips. Well, we haven't gotten to the plug part yet, you dork. You're a chill. You dork. Stop plugging that thing I work on, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I feel like I have a good grasp on horror and what makes things scary. I feel like. (laughs) Scooby-Doo's a real horrifying franchise. It was supposed to be. (laughs) No, the whole point. Uh, and we'll talk about this later. Well, you got to tell me things I don't know because I'm just going on what the two episodes we just watched is. You got to tell me things I don't know. Well, in the future, <laughs> I want to kind of talk about how um, the series kind of grasp on horror writing. Well, the whole point of the series was to not be a horror series because the reason Scooby-Doo was made was mainly out of um, like uh, parent unions and stuff like that. Is this protesting. True? Yeah. Hmm. Uh protesting like i know it's gonna sound crazy but like space ghost or or, uh you know all that stuff the space ghost was very scary yeah well it was very violent in there in air quotes (laughs) you have to get you guys have to remember that i know it's hysterical to say like oh (laughs) all these things are super violent but these are parents coming out of like the code era in film right where like this violence was never allowed before and suddenly all these restrictions have been lifted and they're allowed to put, like, laser beams inside of their shows and stuff like that. Not to mention you're coming out of war times, you know. So it's ah, freaky. the war times. Yeah, the war times and whatnot. It's freaky to parents. So it's understandable that there was a lot of... Which was also smack dab in the middle of comic book code. The yeah. comic book code authority. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so, like, all this stuff is really new to parents. Um, so you can kind of understand in that regard why parents would feel like this is... Like, this could corrupt their children's brains because they've never really seen it before. So there was a lot of pressure on them, though, and they boycotted it um, to get Scooby-Doo, basically, which was their next program. Or, like, uh, Scooby-Doo, they didn't, like, make Scooby-Doo. They just boycotted them to make something, the whole point of which was to not be violent. So the whole point of Scooby-Doo is, like, ooh, you think it's scary, but it turns out it's not. Does that make sense? Which becomes the twist of the 90s movies. I know, the 90s. It's funny because the whole point of the 60s movies is it's like what it kind of reminds me of is like a kid 
kids being afraid of the dark and then telling them like, haha, the monsters actually weren't real the whole time. In the 90s, it turns into like, haha, you think the monsters aren't real, but they're fucking going to kill you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the, the, the peak of the X-Files, so we'll see when that pops up. Yeah, uh, and we'll talk about that in future episodes a bit more. Um, right now we're marooned in the 60s still. Yeah, yeah. We, I want to focus on the 60s right now uh, because there's so much. The 60s are such a weird time in culture. Um, <laughs> That's a real hot take. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real hot take you got going. <laughs> I know. Fuck you. It, it is, though. Also, uh, we should probably go through the cast right now, too. Oh, yeah. I uh, only really know Casey Kasem. <laughs> Well, we got a lot of uh, cast members to, to talk about. That was a terrible way to put that. <laughs> we have a lot of cast members to go over. Um, first off, the titular character Scooby-Doo is played by Don Messick. Don Messick, uh, you will know from all the anthropomorphic animals of Hanna-Barbera, he played Muttley in Dastardly and Muttley in Wacky Races and whatnot. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah, that voice. I'm pretty certain he played Yogi Bear in Yogi Bear Show. I think he did. Uh, he was in Transformers, the Smurfs, the Flintstones, all that stuff. Smurfs? Wait, was Smurfs Hanna-Barbera? I don't think so. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I think the Star Trek animated show was Hanna-Barbera. Really? I think it was. Oh. But yeah, Don Messick. And actually in later uh, stuff, like post-2002, I think, Scooby-Doo's voice, I think Don Messick passed away. So. He did. He died in... He died in like 2002. Yeah, he actually got uh, taken over by uh, Freddy's old voice actor Frank Welker, who still plays Freddy. Shaggy, obviously, you said voiced Casey by Casey Kasem. Kasem. Famous, uh, he was America's Top 40 DJ forever. Yeah, I know it's weird. Freddy, like I just said, is voiced by Frank Welker. Everybody knows him. He's a very, he's probably like the most successful voice actor to come out of here. He voiced Nibbler in Futurama. Uh, I did what? Yeah, uh, you're kidding me right now. Yeah, I was unaware of this. He was also in Transformers. He still voices Freddy. Um, he's like the only one, and now he voices Scooby Doo too. But does he still voice Freddy? I'm pretty certain he does. Yeah, like him and um, uh, he's like the only one that actually has like a huge following. I think no, because he was probably different in Mystery Inc. Right. He might have been. I don't really know. I, I'll look it up for next episode. Velma was uh, voiced by Nicole J- uh, Nicole Jaffe. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name. Jaffe. Jaffe. She actually hasn't. This is the only Ow. voice acting she's ever really done. And she did some film acting before, too. The Trouble with Girls. The Love Bug. But uh, right she after. Was in the first Herbie movie? Hmm? That's the first Herbie movie. Yeah. Huh. But after the new Scooby-Doo movies, she actually quits Scooby-Doo and becomes a uh, talent agent. But uh, she actually returned later for some movie. I forget what one it was. One uh, of them. To reprise Velma's role. I actually saw on her Wikipedia page that uh, she, uh, she's like the talent agent for Elijah Wood. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Daphne Blake, we have voiced by Indira Steph. I'm glad you said her full name. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to figure it out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just wrote her full name for some reason. Uh, I was going to write everybody else's full name and go back and do that, and then I forgot. Yeah, Technically, Shaggy's I wrote Scooby-Doo's full name. Shaggy's so. real name was like Winthrop or something? I, 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 yeah. Are you unaware of this? <laughs> well, isn't his first, what is his actual first name? Like Winthrop or something. His last name was Jones, I think. Oh, all right. Um, but Daphne Blake, uh, voiced by Indira Stefania. Uh, in later episodes, she's actually replaced by Heather North, but we haven't gotten to that yet. We'll talk about that. Norville Shaggy Rogers. 
idiot. <laughs> it was a dumb name. I was right. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I remember Norville. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to be able to establish the voice actors up Wait, who did you say you voiced Daphne? Daphne? Yeah. Uh, currently, or or like in the episodes we just watched, yeah. is Indira Stefania. Ste- or Stefan- yeah, Stefania Christopherson. Indira Stefaniana. Uh, credited professionally as Stefana Stefanina Christopherson. She is an actress and singer of Icelandic heritage. Yes. Uh, and then she quit acting uh, mid Scooby Doo. <laughs> Seemingly. <laughs> I, I don't know the um the side characters who generally voices them. I'm assuming a lot of them are voiced by the same people, but uh um especially like all the police officers and whatnot. The guy who voices Fred was also in the short-lived Dungeons and Dragons animated series. Oh, cool, Fred Welker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Or Frank Welker. My bad. I yeah, I couldn't really pick up. I was hoping to kind of compare the actors a lot more in these episodes, but I don't really. I couldn't really pick up on anything particularly shocking. <laughs> uh, they just sound so much like Scooby Doo to me now that it doesn't even phase me. I, I did really like that part in the episode where. Uh, Freddy uh grabs the door and like lightly caresses it and is like it won't budge. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. Anthony's on his phone by the No, right I was now. yeah, all right. So he's Fred. Hey, I'm checking Fred's voice acting credits here. Yeah, he's still Fred. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, he's still Freddy. Yeah. Freddy's never been recast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, he, uh him and uh I'm assuming him and uh just Warner Brothers are BFFLs now. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> He dies. That's going to suck. <laughs> I know. That dude's awesome. Because <laughs> everyone else has had a voice change. Like We're going to get to the... Vo- I want to start bitching when Shaggy gets to his voice change. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, um, what... Billy West plays him for a little bit. And then... But then we get to the current guy. There's one, like, randomly that I don't think is Billy West that, like, isn't great. I mean, I, I don't really remember all of them yet. We'll get to it eventually, but... <laughs> That's going to be like the tagline of this podcast. We'll get to it eventually. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Uh, first, se- the season one of uh, Normal Scooby-Doo is probably going to take like, what, a year? <laughs> well, all right. So there's only there's only like 24 episodes before we get to... Before we have to venture out of Where Are You? So that's at least half a year. Yeah. Um, well, no, because we're not doing one episode a week. So only like three months. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I did forget that uh, while I was scrolling through his voice credits, I remembered that the original cast of Scooby-Doo was in an episode of Megas XLR as a Power Rangers team. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So everyone watch Megas XLR because it's great. You can't watch it anywhere because it doesn't exist. But find it somewhere. I'm pretty certain. Isn't it on Boomerang? I don't think it is. I'm pretty certain it is. I thought I saw it. I'd be surprised if it was. I don't think Cartoon Network like acknowledging it. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. But if you can find Mega XLR, watch Mega XLR because it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep recommending you watch better cartoons. <laughs> That's trying to not piss off all the hardcore Scooby Doo fans. Are there many hardcore Scooby Doo fans? Probably. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Yeah. Because <laughs> we are not qualified to judge. No, we are absolutely not qualified to judge. Well, no, we're qualified. Care. We're qualified to judge from like a filmic perspective. We are not qualified to judge from in any way a fanboy perspective. Oh God, no, not <laughs> at all. Except the, for I am kind of a fanboy. I'm not gonna lie. What are the odds of us getting uh, 
James Gunn on <laughs> for the movie. Do you think we could try? Do you think we could do it? Oh yeah, I'm sure we could totally do it. Yeah, that sounds like something we could pull off. I think we could. Yeah, I mean, he's it's gonna only... be like four. It's gonna be like three, four, five years before we get to the movie. Right? You know, I James Gunn's gonna be like, yeah, man. You know, I, I do have to work on Guardians Volume Three today, but I think I can squeeze you guys in. <laughs> That's what James it's Gunn gonna sounds be, like. It's gonna be like five years from now before we get to the movie. We <laughs> might, we might get a big enough fan base to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. I. <laughs> You, you can let me dream. <laughs> sure, sure, Harold. I'll let you dream. But I feel like I'm going to just explain what I think is going to happen and what this is basically a Mystery Science Theater-esque experiment of us making us do this. Yeah. I feel like what's going to happen is we're going to... Either one of two things are going to happen. Either everything's going to start to meld together or we're going to become complete snobs. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be like, oh, man, there's, there's a bunch of bullshit. The last one's a goddamn classic. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, I, I definitely did myself no favors by watching uh, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island before this because now everything just looks so lower quality. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't like, actively watched anything Scooby-Doo in probably, like, five years. Yeah, so, well, at least now it's going to make Sco Zombie Island so much more better for you. Yeah, like I said, I'm basically – this is this whole thing is an endurance exercise, and I have myomarkers in front of me, and I don't – the only reason I keep mentioning 13 Ghosts is I keep hearing it's great. And Vincent Price is in it, so how bad could it possibly be? Uh, I mean... How dare you? Vincent Price has been in many things. Such yeah, as... many things that are garbage, but garbage in a fantastic way. Yeah. <laughs> Plan 9, true. And he has the voice, so it's going to be good. All right. All it's right. also only 13 episodes long. We're going to have to watch Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. <laughs> We're going to have to watch a lot of things, Dan. <laughs> I pulled up the Wikipedia page of Scooby-Doo Media. There's so much stuff. Uh, we're not even doing video games. There's 14 of them. We're not We're not doing the video games. There's, we already did one of the video games. Yeah, we did one of those on, on Movie Booby. That, that doesn't count. I don't know. If it's anything... I, I'm hoping the quality of these episodes keeps up because, like... I would hope at least the first season's actually better quality than what I'm thinking it's going to turn into. Because I remember this being much worse. I remember it being way worse, and it might be way worse. We haven't even gotten to Scrappy yet. I know. Scrappy's after new Scooby-Doo movies, right? Immediately after. Yeah, that's the Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show. Hold up, let me... Let me pull up the chronology again. <laughs> oh, and I, I wanted to say, like, I, I also um, noticed right. uh... a lot of, uh, well, there was a lot of animation errors in it. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. Like a lot. There's literally that whole scene where Velma doesn't have her glasses on, and then she's, like, talking to Shaggy without her glasses on, but then it cuts, and she has her glasses on while she's doing it. And the whole scene just follows through with her glasses on, which tells me that they uh, didn't tell that employee who was working on that scene all right here's what we got we're gonna go the this is what we got in order we got scooby-doo where are you which is what we're currently on the new scooby-doo show no the new scooby-doo movies the new scooby-doo show are we skipping scooby's all-star laugh olympics because i don't feel like we should i feel like we should because i feel like it's batman trinity i feel like it's unrelated and just because he's in it I'm going to watch a few episodes of it and tell you whether or not that's yes or no. Okay. okay. I don't want to add any more things to this. <laughs> if it's something like that, what we could do is binge the whole entire thing in one day 
and then I don't do want to watch all 24 episodes of Laugh Olympics in a row. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Are you sure? Then we got the Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show. The Scooby, We got the new Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show. Then they just stopped it again and made another one called the new Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo show. <laughs> we got 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Then we take a little bit of a break and we have a pup named Scooby-Doo. Then we take an even longer break and well, we got what's... these aren't even counting the movies, though. I'm not counting the movies yet. Then we got what's new Scooby-Doo. Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue. Mystery Incorporated. Mystery Incorporated is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait until we... <laughs> All of the majority of stuff... I had to fix what I said there. The majority of stuff post starting in the 90s is going to be good. You claim, because then we got Be Cool Scooby-Doo, which I'm fairly certain sucks. Uh, it's probably not going to be... Like, how it's animated on digital. It's animated on digital. It looks like a Family Guy joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we have Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, which appears to be classic-ass Scooby-Doo. So once we get there, it's going to be like... Getting in a hot tub and then jumping in a pool, like, oh, it's so terrible. Then you get back in the hot tub and you're like, oh, it's nice and warm. Well, it's very self-aware about being – I watched a few episodes of it. It's it's classic Scooby-Doo. It's just like, you know, a little aware of it. <laughs> then we got all the films. Oh, my God. There's so many There films. were some random animated direct-to-DVD films. Uh, no, these were, these were just animated TV films that they would just play. These weren't part of the new Scooby-Doo movies. We got Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. We got Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. Is that the very first one? Yep. And when did the Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers come out? Uh, 18, October 18th, 1987. All right. So that's post-13-ghosts or whatever I it think is. so. Yeah. We got Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. Oh, my God. I don't – I remember here. I remember that name. I don't remember what happens in it. I remember Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf because I figured, like, I feel like this wasn't a Scooby-Doo cartoon that they made into a Scooby-Doo cartoon because only Shaggy and – scooby are in it and there's some other random girl in it who they've never acknowledged i don't think before or since well daphne kind of transformed into just a nameless girl after a while did uh, they though i feel like it was a different girl well because they they just kind of stopped mentioning it so they didn't really confirm whether or not it was daphne you can well i think that's the most fascinating thing about scooby-doo is it's a series that has gone for so long that, like, you can see how ideals and culture kind of shift over time. Like, literally, it starts off with kind of like, yay, friendship, you know, and uh, it's, like, kind of, like, nice. Then it just kind of, they cut out everything during the 80s. Well, and it's just Shaggy and his nameless girlfriend. <laughs> well, what I think, what I think I've heard happened was, is basically what happens is it's the whole gang that you know. And then, like, eventually it just becomes Scooby, Shaggy, and Scrappy. And then Scrappy gets, like, his own mini gang and becomes, like, the main character. Yeah. And that's why everyone hates him is because he just takes over everyone else's role. Everybody hates Scrappy mainly because he's annoying. He's also super fucking annoying. But, well, well aside from We're that. We're nowhere near him yet. We don't got to worry about him for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scrappy, what are you talking about? That's, like, years from now. <laughs> Uh, I just I'm excited to get to the new Scooby Doo movies because we're gonna actually have like a bunch of cameo characters. Yeah, there's the Batman one. I watch the Batman one like all the time. Yeah, 
Except for not in the last five years, but whatever. I No, when I was little. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I had it on VHS, and I think I watched it all the time. I just remember the Harlem Globetrotters one. I I thought that was a Futurama joke. <laughs> I don't think that happened. Did it, that happen? That is an episode. Did that happen, though? Yeah. I, I think there huh. was like five episodes with the Harlem Globetrotters. We're going to... We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> I like this first episode. The uh, these episodes coming after now will be a lot more structured. But um, uh, this is our first. This is the pilot, out. baby. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we're we're setting we're setting flight. I'm also gonna do a lot more reading on the subject, and we'll have more uh, to talk about in the future. You are you are just ADHDing like crazy. My leg just does this sometimes. I know. We could like power a car with your leg. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this. I'm not excited, I, but I'm very excited. I'm, I likewise. I'm very, very, very on board, and I super don't want to be on this boat. <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know. For the first month of this coming out, I'm actually gonna upload this. I want to record the first four episodes before we start uploading this. Yeah. So I don't know when this is gonna start coming out. But once it does come out, it's gonna be weekly, just uh, to date ourselves. Uh, we are recording this the day after the first images of Scoob dropped. <laughs> yep. So um, we have something to look forward to at the end of our lives when we finish this podcast. No, because by the time we get to the end of it, there'll be more Scooby-Doo. We'll never be done. <laughs> How do you know? What if Scooby-Doo gets canceled now? Scooby-Doo's been canceled so many times. It can't be stopped. Look, we're fighting like it's like we're fighting the tide. Like it's never going to stop. We're just going to get further. It's like the, it's like the like parable, not the parable, like the thought experiment where the person running can never fully catch up. You've heard this, right? Yes, I know. It's like that. (laughs) We're just going to, it's going to move on and we're never going to. It's going to be like that gif of that truck that's always about to crush that never crashes. Yeah. (laughs) We're always, we're going to, we're going to get tantalizingly closer and closer to the end, but we're never going to reach it. (laughs) We're never going to, we're going to die. Hey, at least we're not watching, uh, at least we're not one of those podcasts that watches like Paul Blart Mall Cop every episode. We just watch something that's basically the same thing every episode. Look, don't, ever so slightly look, don't pull until death do us Blart into this. They will only watch it once a year. That's true. (laughs) But yeah, we're only at five Scooby Snacks right now, huh? Yeah. I'm going to keep this tally going. What do you think? What's your guess for how many Scooby Snacks there will be by the end? Of Where Are You? Of the first series, yeah, Where Are You? Well, because if we're going to be watching new Scooby-Doo movies in the middle of that, that might offset your thing. Well, no, because they're basically like two different series, kind of. Yeah, I know, but like... Let's just count the first two seasons of Where Are You as like its own separate thing. Yeah, I know, but like... New Scooby-Doo movie starts in the middle of normal scooby-doo right yes and no so that's going to offset your count on the main series yeah but let's just but it does the new scooby-doo movies don't start till after the second season where are you oh all right all right so what what's your uh prediction for it all right so i think there's okay i'm gonna double check on this I'm going to guess there's like a rate of an average of two Scooby snacks per episode because I'm assuming some episodes is just one Scooby snack. All right, so here's what we're here's what we're going on. There's 17 episodes in the first season, 8 episodes in the second season. I'm going to say 53 Scooby snacks. 
I see like the thing is I want to go higher, but I know they don't start doing like the I'm going to bring in a cruise ship of Scooby Snacks until we get to a pup named Scooby Doo. Yeah, I know because a pup named Scooby Doo is just ridiculous. <laughs> well, at some point Shaggy starts eating them too. Oh, fuck. That's why I put it at 56. And I don't know when that starts. Damn it. You're right. Well, does Shaggy eat them in the main series, though? I think he does. I remember it happening. Doesn't he? I don't... Oh, it's so difficult. Because he definitely does in, like... Like, what's new Scooby... Or, yeah, what's new Scooby-Doo, he definitely does. Yeah, I don't know when that starts, though. 1,000% in Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Everything happens in Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Let's be real. <laughs> Stop fucking bringing in a Pup Named Scooby-Doo. We have to. It's so it's built so much into my personality. <laughs> Everything I do in life comes back to a pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> we know this. I'm going to be so fucking pissed the whole time we're on a pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, I won't. I'm going to be so goddamn mad about it. Red herring? <laughs> I think it was red herring. This goddamn show isn't going to survive once we get to a pup named Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby, I remember hating a pup named Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. And it, my feelings towards it cannot have improved. Oh, they will immensely. I mean, by that point, we will have probably... we No, because pup named Scooby-Doo's right after Scrappy disappears. My mental psyche might be bra- like might be ready for it. Really? Yeah, because like pup named Scooby Doo is right after Shag Scrappy leaves. Pup named Scooby Doo is also like so much more like comedically animated. There's so much more liveliness in the animation. Yeah, there is, and also Scrappy would have just left. I might like I might like a pup named Scooby Doo by the time we get to it. We could. <laughs> it's like a goddamn road trip that we're never gonna get off of. Yeah. In the future, we'll be going a lot more in depth on these episodes. Uh, I think we'll stick to just reverberating them nonstop. Yeah, because we're assholes. Oh no! Uh, if you guys uh, would though, uh, just because the first opening hours of a podcast are so important, just please uh, remember to like, comment, like everything on iTunes and whatnot. Um, it's it really does do us wonders. <laughs> Tell all your friends. Uh, uh, are you going to make a Twitter for this one? Um, probably. I only just basically just made a multiverse Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a Twitter, but that is not up yet. I will probably tell you guys that in post <laughs> whenever this does go up. But thank you very much. Uh, follow us on or we do have uh, a Twitter for Movie Flip. That is our production company. Um, Hypothetically. In, in air quotes. Uh at Movie Flip on Twitter. We also have another podcast hosted by uh, Anthony Silvio, <laughs> Silvio over here where we play RPGs. That uh, is... You got the multiverse, the bag of potato chips. You'll get to see my stupid writing and then stupid adaptations to everyone's stupid choices. Yes. And you can follow that at Multiverse Chip Pod on Twitter. Uh, it's Multiverse Chips. Multiverse Chips. Never mind. Multiverse Chip Pod was too long. <laughs> Never mind. To be a Twitter account. <laughs> Uh, so you can follow that at Multiverse Chips. Oh, you can follow me directly at the AS419. Well, thank you very much, and good night, everybody. A Scooby-Dooby-Doo coming after you. Oh, we can't do that one yet. <laughs>
Mystery Inc. Research Division is created by Daniel LaPlante, starring Anthony Silvio and Daniel LaPlante. This episode edited by Daniel LaPlante. Intro theme created by Timothy Costa. You can find more of his work on SoundCloud. This podcast is a fan-based series. Scooby-Doo is a property of Hanna-Barbera and Warner Brothers Entertainment and is in no way affiliated with this podcast. This podcast is a movie flip production. Oh, hey.